G'day, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another coronavirus guitar wank. Not, I don't even know why I said that. It's Everything's coronavirus right now. I'm kind of sick of hearing it. But anyway, that's where we're at. Um, yeah, how you doing? <laughs> My God, we're all going through some crazy ass shit right now. Uh, as uh, I said to the guys, it's, it's interesting for guitarists or other people play instruments that we can sort of you don't know what to do with yourself you just play which is great so that's the positive side of it side of it the the annoying side of it is um well you're all stuck at home (laughs) the kids are going crazy how many games do these kids need nowadays it's like you buy them a game and then it's like i'm bored god man uh interesting times interesting times i'm sure you can relate uh well we hope you're safe and you're staying well um yeah this is nuts man (laughs) this is nuts there's no words so anyway we're gonna uh do a guitar wank through the amazing technologies that we have uh available of us today and uh we did one the other week but it didn't work out too well there was some feedbacking and uh yeah, we did like two hours, I think two and a half hours of a show, me, Scott, and Bruce, and um, Bruce, Scott, and I, and uh, we did that, and then they were like, oh, great, awesome, Troy, that worked out really well, yeah, put it up, and uh, <laughs> I listened back to it, and <laughs> it wasn't good, it was unusable, and we tried to get someone to fix it, and they even they said, nah, you can't use it, because it was just feedbacking, and uh, yeah. But anyway, but lesson learnt. I guess uh, it's just payback for all the uh, hours that was stolen from you guys. So <laughs> we lost two hours of just, yeah, waste. But anyway, well, here we are. We did this one this time. It worked out great and uh, we're back on track. We're going to try and do more episodes during the week. Try and We're going to do two this week. I'm going to get two up. we put one out today. Monday the... Um, what is it? Monday the 6th of April. Um, and uh, we'll do one Thursday, I think. Yeah, Monday and Thursday. That sounds cool. So uh, we'll do that. And uh, we've got a lot of people to get on because they've got no excuse now. We just give them a call. So uh, we'll, we'll try and tee that up. But anyway, I hope you're safe. And I mean, no point me saying something everyone else has said a hundred million times. But, uh, yeah, it was fun to catch up with Scott and Bruce. <laughs> They're all good. Uh, we hope your family, your loved ones, your friends, and everyone is safe. Hunker down, stay healthy, and um, keep guitar wanking, I guess. And we'll see you all, guys, next week. But <laughs> We didn't post one last week. I don't think I had one person say, hey, where's guitar wank? So that was interesting. I could have been sick, guys. Where's the love? <laughs> uh, just joking. I'm safe. We're all good. Uh, all right. We'll see you guys all next week. Here's uh, Mr. Brucey Foreman and Scotty Henderson. And we'll get into it and we'll catch up with you guys later. We should probably do some Skypes with you guys calling in. I think that'd be fun. I'm still trying to talk uh, Scott into doing live video, but he he just he doesn't want to do it. So, um, yeah, there you go. Alright, <laughs> keep the feedback coming, uh, let us know what's going on with you guys, and we'll talk to you all soon. Thanks. Bye.
So, so you want to go ahead and start us off, Troy, so we're like official? Oh, nay, after 205 shows, you want to get official. <laughs> <laughs> G'day, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another... <laughs> I've been drinking, I've been stuck at home for weeks, I'm going crazy. No, <laughs> uh, welcome, guys, welcome to another Guitar Wang podcast. Scott, I have Scotty Foreman. And Brucey, uh, no, Scotty Foreman. <laughs> Scotty Foreman and Brucey Henderson. Brucey, yeah. Scotty Foreman and Brucey Henderson. Um, welcome, guys. You ne- hey, Troy, what's up, man? So the coronavirus hasn't got you guys yet? Not yet. No, not yet. Well, no. we, can only, we can only pray. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, eventually it will. And we'll finally be able to release these poor wankers from their misery. Yeah, and then then my dream of owning guitar wank to all myself and just having the show to myself will be will come true. Well, you can yeah, get some yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, you know. Just remember, I'm the accountant. <laughs> just yeah. get some other guests, man. Just get just get another fusion guy and another bebop guy, and you know you won't miss us at all. <laughs> nah, I know. Nah, get yourself. Yeah, I know Bruce. Bruce is holding on to all that money that we've earned over the years. Yeah, I've got it all, man. And believe me, I'm spending it. I'm spending it on on toys on on Amazon. I'm buying pedals. You know, I'm surprised you haven't ran off to another. You haven't bought an island with all that money. Well, you know, I was going to buy Thousand Island dressing, but I didn't have enough. (laughs) So how? I mean, we are living in the most incredible times right now. Who would have thought we'd be forced to do this um, and Skype guitar wank? I would have you guys over. I I think we'd be right, but I guess we just can't. That would be wrong. It would it would be wrong, but I think you'd be right. But I don't know. You know what I mean? Now that it sounds better, you don't have to clean up for us. That's for sure. (laughs) Not like I cleaned up before, but um, (laughs) but you guys. I mean, it's got to be weirder for Bruce because Bruce, you're always traveling somewhere in your car or driving somewhere. Scott, you're probably like me. You spend a lot of time at home working at home, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not. It's it hasn't really. I mean, as far as work, my work is at home, so you know, this is normal for me to just be at home all the time. So the only thing that's different is you know, I I'm not doing my one day a week at school, but I will be doing some open counseling online. Um, and then uh, the other thing is just, you know, the, the tour I had in May is canceled and they moved it to July. So I'm hoping that the, the uh, virus, you know, viruses don't like hot weather. So I'm hoping that the summer knocks this thing out and then hopefully people can go back to work. I, I doubt it. <laughs> the voice of optimism. <laughs> to have somebody with some positive, positive <laughs> attitude. Hey, 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 you know what? I just I, die. I fucking doubt it. You I doubt it, mate. I, I think we're going to be fucked for a while. I really think this is going to be. This isn't going to be something that's going to blow over in the summer. I think we're going to be. Uh, we might be in this shit for a while, and we've got dickhead running the country. And I mean, yeah, I mean. We're but, you, know, you know, Troy, the SARS virus died in the summer, and and uh, and it has happened where viruses die in the summer because they don't like the heat. So it is possible. It is for I I hope and I pray. Well, I don't pray because I don't fucking pray, but yeah, I just hope. <laughs> yeah, me too. I mean, 
Yeah, because we're all in the same boat, man. Nobody's working. Nobody's making a lot of income or what, not what they're used to. So it's um, you know, it is interesting for us guitarists or musicians. I actually feel I feel worse for the normal the the normal human beings that don't play instruments because as guitarists we can go, hey, you're all right. So I got to lock away myself in my bedroom and just hibernate and play my guitar. I can do that. And basically, we've been doing this all our lives, so it isn't a stretch for us guitarists, really, is it? Not really. No, no. <laughs> it's no. really not. I mean, come on. What? We're not playing a couple of gigs. We're actually probably saving well, money. Well, but for me, you know, well, wait a minute here. I mean, I'm <laughs> I'm usually playing numerous gigs a week, and you know, I got my students live, and lots of them. So for me, it's been a real change, you know. But I mean. I'm dealing with it. I mean, the teaching part, Skype, I found better ways to teach Skype and more interesting ways. So, you know, that was a challenge, uh, but not not driving my car. I'm not sorry about that. Uh, but, uh, you know, not having gigs and not having that gig energy, I've, it's forced me into a whole different level. You know, where do I where do I put that energy? And, and I found, I don't, I don't know if any, I imagine the wankers somewhat know that I've got a live tv show on facebook every wednesday and saturday at five o'clock pacific that i've been doing and and i've been archiving them up on my youtube channel and and i'm also recording just songs that i'm writing you know because i'm by myself and i'm just like channeling the energy in and in what's a new way for me because i don't have the old way you know what i mean so i'm not saying it's good or bad i'm just trying to deal with what i dealt deal with you know and take all the shit that comes at me and really they call this a pandemic in my house it's a mandemic <laughs> no really my woman <laughs> pammy is used to be having the house to herself i'm off at a gig i'm you know i'm teaching whatever you know and i'm this guy that kind of visits every now and then but now <laughs> i am around she's got to deal with my clothes everywhere and oh, me farting man. and me burping oh. Oh, and divorce we live, we live imminent. In an 800-square-foot house. <laughs> and, my dumb, and my dumb jokes all the time. And even worse, I leave the toilet seat up, you know? This is not a pandemic to her. This is a mandemic. Yeah, you, you know, your friend Putter Smith, the bass player, he knows the producers of Divorce Court if you need them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, maybe the earth has just gone, you know what, you... You motherfuckers have been taken from me for so long. This is time to reset, reload, and just check yourselves. So, um, maybe that's what's going on. We need well, to just I've been recheck. hearing that the sky. I've been hearing the sky in LA is really blue all of a sudden. You yeah. know, so that's nice. Things are looking nicer. But you know, I, I, I mean, all those words I just said, said right then is complete BS to the families out there that are working out how to put food on the table. And dealing with right. a bunch of kids, and you know, it's all good for us people that can hunker down and do this. But if you're living paycheck to paycheck, this is a fucking bitch right now. And I feel for those people really? that are going through that shit. So that's why we're doing guitar wank just to annoy you and take you over the edge. That and remind you of how bad it is for you. <laughs> yeah, right. Life's so <laughs> shitty, you have to listen to guitar wank. But, uh, and, and, yeah. Scott, have you been finding yourself getting online more or less? Um, less actually. I'm I'm playing a lot and I'm just doing music a lot. So you would think I would be watching a lot more TV or watch more movies. And I do 
watch some movies every once in a while. We have like movie night, but you know, my daughter's in school, so she can't stay up late. So we don't, we, we're not watching a lot of TV. Um, everybody's working, you know, like, uh, Sonia's teaching and, and online, of course, right. Angela's going to school online. And I haven't done my open counseling online yet because they're just not ready for it. They're, they, they got their core classes going and I think they're going to try to start doing open counseling in a couple of weeks. And I learned how to use Zoom. And I had a Zoom meet, conference meeting with a bunch of the guys at the school the other day. I got Zoom working on my main computer so that when I play my backing tracks, they're, they sound really, really good in the, in the, you know, for the students. And my guitar sounding good and everything. And, and I'm using my iPhone as my camera. And, uh, yeah, you know, I got that happening, so I'm ready to teach when they need me over at the school. But I'm not going to do Skype lessons or I'm not going to do any private teaching because I'm sort of claiming this time as my time. Like, I'm a student, not a teacher right now. What? So cool. I'm, I'm learning, you know, right. like I've been transcribing a lot. Like, that's all I'm really doing is uh, playing two or three hours a day just to keep my chops up. But mainly what I'm doing is spending just hours and hours and hours transcribing. Wait, it, what transcribing? What are you transcribing? Mostly classical, classical music. Um, some, some crazy stuff, some gentle giant, um, a lot of Wayne shorter, um, Joe Zawinul, so some of the tunes that I didn't know already. And I'm just, um, I'm not like learning them as solo pieces or anything. I'm just learning, um, how that, the, you know, like pulling the, putting, putting the puzzle together, I would call it, right. you know, and, and discovering what makes that music tick, why I like it, what, what chord progressions I like leading tones between chords, uh, the element of surprise, the element of not repeating material or repeating material, just, just learning from the greats, you know, and, I have so much fun doing that that uh, it's actually kind of nice to be home and doing stuff that I think is really fun. Yeah. So, now, I, and I want to bring Bruce in on this conversation in a sec, but Scott, I was just curious, when you transcribe, are you writing shit down or are you just grabbing yeah. snip? You are writing shit down. I write it down in a, in a couple different ways. If it's really difficult on guitar, I write on uh, graph paper. I write voicings on graph paper with the chord symbols on the top. You know? Right. Graph I, paper or staff paper? Graph paper, like, you know, chord graphs. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I don't like to read. I'm not a very good reader, so I'm not writing, like, on a music staff because that takes me too long to read it back. Right. You know? So if I see a voicing on a graph, I immediately see it, and I, exactly, I know exactly what it is. It's very quick for me. So I'm 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 writing the the voicings down on a, on graphs with the chord symbols above them, and I can read that way quicker than I can read uh, you know stacks on real music. I'm a shitty reader. Is what I'm trying to say here. Or <laughs> <laughs> well, guitar players. <laughs> what, what do you want? Guitar player. What about you, Bruce? When you when you transcribe stuff, are you are you doing similar process, or are you just grabbing snippets, or what are you doing? Usually, I'm I'm a more of a snippet guy. I like to you know cut off a piece that I really love and chew it and you know savor it and figure out how it works and you know make it work in 
in various ways, play into it, play out of it, you know, change the range of it, see what, what elements are inside it to see if I can find a new harmonic move from it. You know, those just kind of really basically deconstruct it and re, you know, reverse engineer it basically. And, uh, and I, and, and generally if I'm doing whole things, it's songs, you know, I'm just learning new songs and, and, and you know, if I do a whole piece of something, it's generally a song and not a solo or something, you know, and, um, that's generally what I do, but I also try to play in complete statements I mean, I'm, I'm like Scott. I mean, it's it's a really rare time. I'm I'm sitting here with no gigs on the horizon. You know, all my gigs going forward are canceled. You know, and the ones even out further than that that haven't been canceled yet are just as you know fifty fifty really. So um, I have the full luxury of just playing whatever music I want to play. I, I'm not playing for a gig. I'm not playing for a tour. I'm not playing for a record date. I'm not. You know what I mean? I'm I'm just indulging myself in creative wherever I want to go with it. That makes me, finds me playing whole statements. You know, I'll just take a tune and I'll play on it and do all these things to it, modulate and reharmonize it and play it and take it through different styles and tempos. And if I, if I, if it opens a door to a really new place, I just stop and walk inside that room and explore it until I'm done with it, you know? And, uh, it's been glorious, and it, I've also found myself writing. You know, I like to write words. I write novels and stuff. So I've written poems, and I've been writing songs with singer-songwriter songs, and just just going wherever the music takes me. It's really luxurious in a certain way. I mean, luckily, like you say, I have a a job where I have students on Skype. You know, that's still there for me, and I'm doing this Grumps TV thing on Wednesday and and saturday night so i'm sort of it gives me something to prepare for and to use my performing juices you know that, that's, that i'm not that's, that sounded sexual Bruce. well you know think <laughs> about it i mean I'm, I'm used to being on stage and playing and having a good time and making shit out of nothing scott have and you seen that show have you have you chimed no, in no i haven't man i haven't seen it yet you're gonna you, well, i think it should be his guest next well, show can i do can i yeah you should you should call in scott but uh, can I can I do a little advertisement for it? Uh, sure. well, you have, but you can do more. <laughs> okay, yeah. Well, basically, <laughs> Wednesday and, and Saturday night at, at 5 o'clock California time, I go Facebook Live, and me and my wife just basically, you know, kind of do whatever the fuck we want for an hour, putting a TV show on, and I put little skits together and games together and play and, you know, whatever, and talk about whatever's going on. But I do put it up. I, every time I do it, I also archive it on my Facebook. I mean, my YouTube channel, which is Bruce Foreman. So you can everybody can go there. I would hope they would subscribe to it because uh, I mean, like also my singer songwriter songs that I've been writing and the poems I've been doing. That's all up there too now. And and like the poems have music set to them. You know, I mean, I'm just like. Fucking around. Unlike Scott, I, I do not have a, re a recording studio, so I'm kind of, you'll hear a guy who's trying to work around the primitivity of what I've got, which is basically an iPhone. So either I'll play to the iPhone or I'll do something and I'll send it off to somebody else who's got a studio to put some other tracks on it, you know what I mean? And it's just sort of like a, 
a jazz way of trying to deal with, you know, what's what improvis improvisation is, which is making do with the tools you have at hand, Scott, you know. Scott, I wanted to um, <laughs> ask you about something that Bruce and Tommy Emmanuel were talking about last episode that they brought <laughs> up, which I thought was really cool. And I always keep mean, meaning to do more of this, but I don't do it enough and I, I need to do it more. But they were talking about playing playing a bunch of changes and then putting the guitar down and then just singing over that and then working out what you sing over that. Have you done a lot of that at all or not? No, not, n never. <laughs> <laughs> thanks. Hey, thanks, Scott. Uh, that'd be great. Yeah, we'll move on then. Just <laughs> never, felt the need, never felt the need to do it. You know what I mean? I hear what, I hear everything I play. I don't need to sing it. Well, you for know, us, for us mere mortals, I feel like that's something I need to do because I'm letting my fingers. My fingers are doing all the talking instead of what's going yeah, on. Yeah, but in my you head. know, sometimes it's sometimes it's good to put your fingers where you have no idea what it's going to sound like because that's how you learn new stuff. Right. You know, so sometimes it's good to play stuff you don't hear because you 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 uh, you stumble upon some of the coolest stuff by doing that. Um, so I don't suggest you only play what you hear. But, you know, I would have to say that probably most of the time I do. But uh, well, even now, stuff, I, I hear it now, you yeah, know, because you're, you're a yeah. player of a liberal standard. But for us mere mortals, I would assume that a lot of the shit that I play is, you know, programmed into my fingers and muscle memory as opposed because I'm not, maybe I'm not connected as well or whatever. But I really liked what Tommy and Bruce were talking about when they said, you know, put the guitar down and sing over the changes and then you're going to get a true representation of you, right? Well, one thing I would say is play play the changes really, really slow. Anytime you're working over a new tune, just play really slow, right? super slow, like mega, mega slow so that you hear those little voice leading things that sound good and you remember them, you know? Like, like you know, just for example... I don't know, just off the top of my head, a, a, a D sharp on an E major seven chord going to C on a C major seven. I mean, going to a D on a C major seven chord, right. like the major seventh of one chord going to the ninth. It's a beautiful sound. It's the first melody of Havona, the Jocko tune. Yep. And as soon as you hear that melody, you recognize the tune immediately, you know, because it's such a beautiful, you know, it's a, such a beautiful voice leading. And, and when you find enough of those on, on a tune, you find yourself gravitating toward them by ear. And um, it's, it, that comes from playing it really, really slow. It just slowing it down to like even, even one third of the, of right. the real tempo. Yep. And, and you get it in your ear. And that's why, uh, that's why like when I'm playing something really fast, like giant steps or something like that, Man, I just hear everything I'm doing because I've done it really slow for many, many years. Just and all, and you know, I'm not saying that I know that many standards because I really don't. I I don't know many standards at all. But the ones I do know, I've I've worked on them at very, very slow tempos and built the speed up, and that's why I hear it. Hear the stuff that I play. Yeah, that's. I, think that's I mean, we we all got to be we all got to be careful because sometimes. We hear what we play, and sometimes we play what we hear. 
And we're all, we're all, I don't care how high up, I don't care how high up you are on the scale or how low. That, you know, we all, there's, there is that part of us that, that, you know, I mean, we, we hear what we play as much as we play what we hear. It's just normal, you know, and, um, and it, it's good to develop both sides of that coin. You know, it's definitely because sometimes, sometimes you just put your fingers where you know, you know, they're not supposed to be and play some kind of a hand movement that you're used to doing in an inside way. And it sounds like it can sound amazing. And you're basically doing the same thing with your hand that you've been doing before, but you're doing it in a place where you know it's not supposed to be. And if you're able to resolve that or not resolve, it doesn't matter, but um, you know, sometimes you get your best stuff just by taking a chance and just stepping out on a limb and, and, uh, you know, that's a fun thing to do too. So you don't always have to hear it, but of course it's good if you do it. It's good if you hear it in your head. Well, that's the way you learn to, you know, the more yeah, exactly. you, yeah. you learn what that sounds like, you know, yeah. but you know, the, the real problem, the real, the real importance to like not letting your fingers do the talking is, is when you play that way mindlessly is probably the best word for it uh it loses all its all of its phrasing it loses its articulation it loses dynamics it loses rhythmic shading because basically it's just sort of wanking you know what i mean and if you're hearing what you're doing you you he, you not only hear the notes and rhythms, but you're also hearing how loud each note needs to be, how long it needs to sound, you know how where it sits in the beat. All these elements that really are the expression of music are are present because you're hearing. You know, whereas if if your fingers are wandering and you're just sort of watching or doing what you're used to doing, you lose a lot of that stuff that is really the magic and the beauty of music to me you know in, in any style so you know um so what else have you guys been doing to occupy all this time you have at home <laughs> that's it for me man i don't <laughs> that's it you know you know what I've been liking your Facebook posts. Yeah, I did a couple funny Facebook posts that I like. I did the one about the poop. You did that. That was great. And Scott, I got to say, you got your little your little conversation about what's going on politically. Got a lot of lot of feedback and shares and a lot of support. I I thought that was really well written. Oh, thanks. Maybe you should go into journalism, man. I try to chip in every once in a while and, and, you know, say bad things about our idiot leader. So, you know, I feel like I'm doing my my little part to spread the word. (laughs) But, of course, it doesn't much matter in California because we're a democratic state. But, you know, I'm just hoping that, uh, you know, man, I mean, I hope some people. pisses me off is the insider trading shit. That just like, yeah. You know, That's I mean, pretty bad. I don't know how anybody in their right mind, partisan or not, cannot see how like a guy goes into a briefing, hears some shit, goes out and sells like, you know, two million dollars worth of stock or a million dollars worth of stock, yeah. you know, That's and then buys low. into into the industries that are going to do well in this new situation. I mean, that is like 
you know, I don't care, R, D, I, you know, whatever you are. I mean, that shit is just a fundamental showing that 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 is what's really on their mind. Yeah, I I kind of think there's worse shit going on right now other than that, but, you know, it's just... But that, but that right there, it just, it's, 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 it's it's like pure right in your face, you know, we're getting fucked, you know what I mean? Uh, Always us, uh, yeah, the, the public's getting fucked constantly, that's for sure. Um, I had, I've been doing, um, I, do you guys know Masterclass on, um, what is it, that, that website you can go on, you can watch people like Steve Martin and, uh all these different actors and writers and I've been watching episodes on that. That's been amazing. Yeah, Herbie, Herbie's, uh, Herbie's Herbie on Hancock's that, so. on that, yeah, with the jazz stuff. Yeah, that, I, I saw the Herbie one and the Steve Martin one and I that, think another one. That yeah. has been amazing. I've been doing cold plunges. I've been getting all healthy and hardcore into health and working cold out. Cold plunges. What, what's a cold plunge? You shove like an ice cube up your ass? <laughs> what do you do? <laughs> that's that. That's an, another thing we do, but we don't really talk about that. Um, no, okay. it's uh, it's jumping in the pool, like freezing cold pool, and you stay in the pool like like 10 minutes and just freezing your ass off. Like It's real hardcore, and then you get out and... The health benefit benefits for that are amazing. So me, and my well, missus, yeah, right. You can't find your dick for a week, right? <laughs> you, you can't. It's it's gone. But the health benefits for that have been amazing. And yeah, right. You don't get in trouble. You don't <laughs> waste any time jerking off. You know? Yeah, for that. I've been as I talked about last time, which I did. I got to give this guy a plug because I love, I love his picks. Black Mountain picks. I talked about this last time. I'm a thumb picker now. I've crossed over to the dark side, but these picks, I gotta say, are amazing. It's Scott. It's like holding a like a little jazz pick, and it's got this hinge on it that goes and a little thing that goes over your thumb, and it it feels like a normal pick, like a normal pick, and then you let it go, and it's a thumb pick. It's amazing. I'm a huge cool. fan. Cole from uh, Big Black Mountain Picks. Check him out. Say good day to him. They're, they're really amazing. So I've been thumb picking. So cool. Uh, so that's that's been my my journey of this quarantine. That's that's a really cool thing to do right now. You know, I mean, in the world where gigs may never happen again, you might as well learn a new way to play the guitar. On Grumps TV, I play left-handed. You know, <laughs> that's right. You do. It's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. It's and a challenge. You I, know, I can't even tell the difference between your right-handed playing and your left-handed playing. You know, yeah, it's, yeah, but you know, there there are little things that are different. I don't know what they are, but there are, yeah. So, what do you guys think about? Do you think when this is all said and done, there's going to be a massive um, insurgence of people wanting to go out and see live music and go out and and just see people again? <laughs> do you, Scott, do you think you're going to be? Like, whoa, dude, we need you to tour now. This is all happening. Let's go. Yeah, it's hard to say, man, because, you know, some of the people that are being really affected financially are also promoters. Right. So I have a feeling that when things go back, promoters may be asking musicians to play for less than what they're normally used to playing for. Because they'll be just as broke as anybody else. Right. So I think there will be some of that for sure. And I think that we may have to build back up whatever we were used to getting paid 
we may have to gradually build that back up just like the stock market always has to build back up after it crashes it doesn't just it doesn't just come back in one day it takes months and months and months and sometimes years to come back so you know i have a feeling that promoters are going to be saying yeah we can't afford what we normally pay you can you play for less that's that's how, what i feel like it's going to be how much are they going to charge me now <laughs> <laughs> right. yeah right yeah. right right but i think that's going to be part of it but of course i think in reality they're going to know that the musicians can't play for free that there's going to have to be i mean uh, you know i have been on so many tours um where you have to take a little bit of a loss. Like if a gig gets canceled um, because of this or that, or sometimes promoters freak out because they haven't sold enough advance tickets for the gig and they pull the gig. And I've had that happen before, though it is ridiculous because jazz gigs don't normally sell advance tickets. It's usually just people buy the tickets when they walk in. And um, usually I find that when people do cancel gigs, it was a stupid thing to do. But they do it anyway. Right. You know, if they're scared, if they're scared, they're going to lose money. So I think, you know, I've I've been and just about every touring musician has been faced with coming home with less than you thought you were going to come home with. And so it won't be anything different for me. I mean, if somebody's going to say offer me, you know, like 80 or 70 percent of what I usually make, I'm, I'll probably take the gig anyway and say and be glad to have it. Unless, unless you come home with crabs. Scott. <laughs> well, I don't. That's never happened before, but there's always a first time. Well, you just, you just eat them. Man. What the fuck? It's the You know, I like abs. Uh, I can re- I can relate to that. that I can relate to that. Um, <laughs> uh, tell, okay, tell us about it, Troy. <laughs> it was it wasn't a good story. It's not well, good. Well, you know. Oh man, it's not as bad as coronavirus. You and, know? Yeah, it wasn't bad as coronavirus. Oh, so. You know, the bad news, and this is, one, this is one piece of really bad news, and that is, is that the airlines have basically eaten it in this thing. And I have a feeling that when it, when it starts back up again, they're going to be charging a lot of money for flights. Yeah, right. And I think, like for me, flying to Europe is going to probably be three times what I'm used to. So that might be a deal breaker. In, in going on a tour, like if the if the airlines are taking all the money that you make, why go? You know, yeah, so well, you, Scott, you you were headed to Europe in May, right? Yeah. Did you buy your? Had you already bought your tickets? No, not no. Thank goodness, no. Oh, okay. well, because I was supposed to be there this next week. Uh huh. And, and I had I had a ticket. Yeah, you and, probably didn't get that money back. Well, well, actually, they just contacted me, you know, because I've been asking, what's up? You know, I wanted to cancel. I, I, I had travel insurance, but, of course, travel insurance doesn't cover pandemics. It just covers if I get sick or, or uh-huh. you know, whatever. Um, but the, the, uh, the, the airline is, is giving me a credit. You know, well, that's for, good. That's really cool. But, I mean, I don't know how long it's going to last, so... But you're right. I mean, if, if all of a sudden, uh, what was a $1,200 flight becomes a $3,000 flight, then a $1,200 credit, it doesn't really make much sense. on a yeah. or, if a tw- or if a $1,200 flight for three people 
becomes a three thousand dollar flight for three people. Right. Exactly. That's going to be like, why are we doing this? Right. You know, that's that's you know because because you know I I have a personal kind of thing that I don't leave home and go on planes and go to other countries unless I'm going to come home with a certain amount of cash. And it's it's like you know I've canceled tours because the tour just doesn't it just doesn't cut it. You know, so if the airlines are ta- are going to triple their fares, which we don't know yet, but who knows? I don't. I don't really think that's what's going to happen. But I hope I not. Mean, it, I, it, you're right. It, that's one of their options. The other is people are going to be gun shy and they're going to do everything they can to fill up planes, and so they're going to really like sell. Yep, that could happen too. Cheap, you that's know, for a while. Yeah. In order to get the business roaring again, and that's right. when they'll put the. That's when they'll drop the hammer. Yeah, well, you know what? If if that's true, that'd be great. You know, if they if they choose to go if they choose to go that way, it all depends on who's you know, basically you know the vision and really the public. If we're all like ready to jump on a plane, they're going to stick it to us. But if if a lot of us are a little little reticent, then, yeah. then they're they're going to entice us with with fares. You know, I mean that's the way the business works. I'm used to so, flying to Europe on Norwegian for six hundred bucks round trip. Wow, wow! That's what I, that's, that's what I usually good. do. It's a good price, yeah. and that's what I've been doing for the last like, jeez, I don't know, last five or six years. I've been flying to Europe every time I fly on Norwegian. It's never more than well, six hundred. Scott, round I've, trip. I've got a little news for you, mate. Um, me and Bruce were holding this back for you. We wanted to surprise you, but. We just got an endorsement by Norwegian Airlines, and uh, <laughs> mate, yeah. you are set for the next five years on Norwegian Airlines, first mate. Class. Yep. First class, yeah, first class. You can go. You can, as long as you go baggage, you're okay. <laughs> <laughs> I sit there with suitcases, like the Indiana Jones flight yeah. with yeah. chickens. New, Norwegian <laughs> right, Airlines right, right. is sponsoring but, but your guitar. Your guitar can go in your seat. <laughs> okay. Norwegian <laughs> Airlines are going to sponsor us. My guitar. Okay. Great. Hey, you know what? I have been seeing a, a lot of amazing stuff online. A lot of artists are getting on. Like I, was, I saw Steve Vai doing a bunch of live question stuff, which was super cool. Do you guys know Tom Bukovac at all? Do you know Tom uh-uh. Scott? No, uh, no I don't. Know. Check out Tom's. Uh, Tom Bukovac is a a killer Nashville session guy, and he's been putting up these coronavirus Tom Bukovac uh, videos. Google it. Check them out. They're my favorite thing on the internet at the moment. I love Tom's playing and, and what he has to say. He's a great guy. But uh, mm-hmm. he's been cool. And, man, I've seen people like Brad Paisley and uh, all these different guitarists putting up stuff. And But there's also been a lot of noise and a lot of shit that shouldn't be put up. So I, for all those people that feel compelled to put something up, question yourself. <laughs> Sometimes, <laughs> just like, just recheck yourself. Like, do I need to add to the noise? Because there's a lot are of stuff out there that needs. You talking about Grumps TV? No, not Grumps TV. But there is, okay. a, there is a lot of shit out there. That's like, you know what? I don't need to know your grocery list for today. Like, yeah. Don't don't feel compelled to do that. You know, sometimes just shut up. Don't share with the world. And <laughs> hence, we're doing this guitar wank. So I'm kind of being an oxymoron right here. Yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> isn't that exactly what we're doing right now? <laughs> yeah. Hey, don't share with the world. Don't take my words. Don't don't do as I do. Do as I say. 
Oh, All right? man. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, well, what do you got to say? Well, I mean, you know, I just I just sort of feel like we're fortunate that that uh, our our lives haven't changed nearly as much as the the poor people that are just I mean, you know, have that are used to going to work every single day and now they have no work and that is really fucked up. Right. Imagine so, like people that work in restaurants or work in right? bars yeah. or 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 you know like musicians kind of unlike us who actually are living, you know, for they every take, gig. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, God damn, you know, I don't know how I got so lucky that I kind of got to the point where if a couple months happen, I'm okay, you know what I mean? It's just like kind of a shock to me to realize and, and how fast it happened, you know, that none of us saw it coming. No, you know, we heard right? about we heard about some like flu, you know, kind of thing in China. And next thing you know, the fucking world is shut down, you know what I mean? I mean, you guys have done musicians... We are um, we are known to be not good business people. We're not good with money. That's like that seems to be the standard across the whole gamut of being a musician. It's always about the art, about the music, blah blah. blah. Fuck the business side of it. Where this is a really good time to be like trying to get or be prepared for a little bit. Bruce, I know you're really good at keeping your shit together do you have any advice for musicians out there that i mean it's too late now you're already in the shit but for, as we go forward on how to get well yeah, well you know i mean god you know right now we're in the shit you know like i would you know depending upon your level of comfort and you know what you what you've got and who you've got with you on your team you know i mean it's right now we're not talking about kind of uh, you know, it's not a good time really to start a business or to, you know, like, I mean, in general, I think it's always good for a young musician to buy where they live. You know what I mean? Own the place. Why pay the landlord when you can pay yourself? You know what I mean? Uh, things, things of that nature for young musicians are always good ideas right now. I think, I think, yeah, the smart people will seek opportunity in this crisis, you know, we'll have to reach, you know, like here, I mean, and I'm the perfect example, but I'm, I was Mr. Live, right? I mean, I, I hated being online. I didn't want to do anything on YouTube. You know, I resisted. I thought everybody putting their transcriptions and playing along with them on, on YouTube and I, on Facebook was stupid. And I still do, uh, you know, and look at me, all that shit. But now that's the only place to be. And, and, and meanwhile, I look at like some of my students who have studios and or Scott who can really like record great sounding shit. And, I mean, when I want to put something on Facebook or something, I have to fucking play a voice memo into my iPhone. That is that is the that's my high tech recording gear, right. you know. And, and and so now I'm sitting here going shit. I got to figure out how to buy an interface, and I got to download Logic maybe, and get a microphone for my amp. You know what I mean? And and, and fucking get with this because this is where it is now. You know what I mean? And, and I'm I'm a day late and a dollar short, and I didn't prepare for that. You know, I mean, I definitely feel like I have the ideas, but I need to catch up on the technological curve. And the fact is, is at my age, I may never play a gig again. Who knows where this is going? You know what I mean? For by the time it all comes back, the old guys and say, fuck them, we're going to get the young guys. You know, I mean, whatever. Uh, 
it's I got to start really being creative. And the world right now is different than the world was three weeks ago. And we don't know if it's ever going to go back or if it's going to go to something new. You know, I mean, and we have to just keep our eyes and ears open and keep creating and be be prepared for the next thing. And I'll tell you, I've got a lot of stu- I got a lot of really smart students. And now that we're in like week three of all this, and I can see the emotional, you know, toil of what this is. At first, it was kind of, oh, fun. We don't have to go to school. You know, great. We can play all day. You know what I mean? That started off that way. But now I'm looking at these kids. and They're all looking a little bit kind of scared and hung up, you know, hangdog and... You can tell they haven't been showering a whole lot. You can, you know what I mean? And they haven't shaved. You, you know what I mean? It's kind of like they've probably been wearing those, that same pajamas for four days kind of shit. You know, people are getting into this almost like prisoner mentality. And I can see them thinking, on the one hand, <clears throat> does it matter what I do? You know, I can see that sort of desperation. And in this, and at the same time, the thing that's driving it is like the what does it matter anyway? You know, and, and, and that's the thing that all of us have to fight is this desperation and, and this, this inc- inclination to kind of give up. You know what I mean? That we're, we're still not, in, we're not in control of ourselves, you know, and, and because that will be our downfall. That's when all this shit can go south. And you know, and the and the world can become very Orwellian in in it all. It's just my opinion. It's so it's very easy to go down that rabbit hole of depression. Fuck, what are we gonna do? How are we gonna get out of this? And really, you know, stay in pajamas all day and sit on the couch and watch TV and just give up. You can go down that yeah. rabbit hole really easily. Man, I gotta say, like the best thing you can do is get off your fat ass and go for a walk, do some exercise, just do something to get the blood flowing, and that'll make a huge difference. I can't tell you how much of a difference that will make. And those people that deal with depression out there, and there's a lot of us that deal with that shit, you gotta get off the couch, man. You gotta take a walk. You gotta say, don't let the bastards get you down. You gotta get out there and, and, be motivated. You got to do it because in these times right now, it is so easy to go down that rabbit hole listening to the news every day and how bad it is. So, um, man, if you want to get really depressed, just listen to more guitar wank. <laughs> listen to Scott. <laughs> Scott, you you must have I'm some. I'm already depressed. I'm already depressed. Scott, you, you must have some words of wisdom for these young kids out Actually, there. Yeah. I'm the one that's being positive. I think the shit's going to die out in the summer and everybody's going to go back to work. So, you know, I just, I don't think viruses can handle the, the heat. I and so I, hey, hey, I'm one of those people that think that, that the virus is going to be over in the summer and everything's going to go back to the way it was. May, maybe it's not going to pay as much, but, you know, the, the thing is, as long as there's people and as long as people are people, they're going to enjoy live music. And, and, you know, they love, people love to go to concerts. People love to go to movies and theater and that's not going to change. And, um, you know, as far as product and stuff, if you've got something to sell at your gigs, tapes, CDs, whatever, 
that people are going to buy them. People love to take souvenirs from gigs, and um, that's not going to change. So, uh, you know, for for me personally, what I got to do is start writing, and and because I want to do another album, so I'll have to sooner or later. I think that's what um, I think that's what I always do. Somehow, I don't know how it's a cycle, but I. I always seem to get really into transcribing and listening to a bunch of different kinds of music and transcribing it. And sometimes I go through a couple of months of that until I get tired of it. And then I go, fuck this. I'm a, it's time to write. And then I start writing and right. then, you know, and then pretty soon or who knows how long it takes, but I end up with enough material for a record and we start all over again and make a record. And that's sort of been going on for me for the last 25 years. Do you th <laughs> that, that I, cycle. I want to ask you guys, do you guys, have you guys ever dealt with depression? I haven't dealt with depression. I've dealt with anxiety. Right. Not depression. Bruce, have you dealt with depression? Anxiety is just as bad. <laughs> I think I am right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've had some issues with anxiety for real, you know, but, but, um, and that's kind of hereditary, but it's never been anything that was debilitating. It's just, you know, to deal with it sometimes. Everybody goes through anxious periods in their life, you know, right, but, yeah. but some people have more problems. I've probably had more problems with it than most people, but it's not like a big deal. But, uh, yeah, whatever. It's just uh, life can be stressful, and yeah. you got to learn how to. My my life has been learning how to deal with stress, and and um and I'm still, you know, still working on it. You know, sometimes playing music can be stressful, so I'm still working on that. You know, um, the best times that you can have on stage are when you're totally relaxed and i'll be the first one to admit that i'm not always relaxed on stage and and um i would play better if i was in fact i just had a funny conversation with andy timmons who i really want to have on the show <laughs> andy, he's yep. a guitar player. really great guitar player uh, he's all right he's not that good come on <laughs> he's a badass. He's a motherfucker. So, yeah, he's a motherfucker for sure. Great guitar great player, player, great tall. Great guy. Now, I was talking to him the other day, and it was funny because uh, he did a concert at MI years ago. Right. And apparently he had had a really hard time getting there. His flight was late. He couldn't catch a ride. His taxi was all fucked up. Everything was just a mess till he finally got to school Barely got had time to set up his gear and play. And he said something on the mic that really st stuck to me. He said, man, I've had the worst day today. Just I've been so stressed out. Now, finally, I get to play some music for you days for you guys. It's going to be the most relaxing part of the day. Mm. And that stuck with me. I went like, wow, he just went through holy hell getting here. Now he's going to be relaxed and, on, and play on stage and he's going to be relaxed. So I talked about that. I talked to him about that the other night. And it was funny because he said, I don't know why he said that. I was nervous as shit. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, well, it's good to hear that because now I don't feel so alone. <laughs> but, um, I mean, but, I would imagine you guys, uh, us guitar players, are all very similar when, I mean, life is so crazy right now. But when you pick up the guitar right now, 
It just feels like someone's putting a pacifier or in your in your mouth or a dummy. We call it a dummy in Australia, <laughs> but it puts like it feels like you're being put. Someone put a pacifier in your mouth, and the, everything's okay. You can just disappear into the guitar land, which is really cool right now to be able to do that. I think so. I mean, that's what I do. I mean, that's what else would I do? I don't right. have anything else to do. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, yeah. You know what? What really amazes me, I think, <clears throat> I guess what what takes me to another world more than anything else is, like I said, it's transcription. It's like to put your your mind into someone else's mind and go, "Why didn't I think of that?" You know, it's unbelievable, really. It's like you're listening and you're you're looking at this music and playing it on the guitar. And you're going, how in the world did they think of this? It, because it seems so foreign to you. You know, and, and um, I just, I find it so mysterious. It's, it's just, it's like taking a trip to another planet. Right. When I transcribe some of the music that I transcribe. Because it is so incredibly otherworldly to me. Because, I, you know, I studied classical music in school for four years. I studied everything. I studied Bach, Beethoven, I studied all the romantic guys. I studied all kinds of classical music. And I can tell you right now, this, a lot of the stuff that I transcribe, there are no rules and regs to this shit at <laughs> all. The rules have been thrown out the window. None of that shit that I learned in school applies whatsoever. Because I'm not, I'm not transcribing Beethoven or Mozart. I'm transcribing the later guys, Scriabin, you know, uh, WC Ravel. Oh, is um, that WC Fields? WC Fields, yes, <laughs> yes, and Rodney Dangerfield. I transcribed a lot of Rod. Oh yeah, WC Fields. He wrote Cl "Clear the Room," right? Yeah. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, there's nothing. There's nothing in this music that can help you figure out how they did it because it's not diatonic. That very little of it is diatonic. You know, it may be diatonic for a minute or right. 15 seconds, but then it goes somewhere else and it goes somewhere else. And, you know, it's very interesting to me to figure out why or how did they make the decision to go here or there, you know, and that can keep me busy for hours and hours and hours and hours. And before you know it, it's two o'clock in the morning and my day is gone. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Whereas practicing is a different thing. <laughs> when I'm practicing, the second hand goes backwards. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad to hear that. That's the same with Scott Henderson. Uh, you but, know, man. You know, practicing. That, here's the thing. Practicing is a bottomless, endless hole where you will ne never attain the vocabulary that you want until you know you finally die and realize. You know that after you died, you never got all the vocabulary you want. <laughs> so, <laughs> but transcribing a tune—it's like doing the dishes. It's something you can finish. You know, so you can you can finish. You can look at it. You can read it down. You can discover things from it. And it's sort of it, it's, it's something that you can finish in a little bit different way than when you practice. So maybe that's why I enjoy it so much because it gives you a little bit of instant gratification. That right. okay. I got this tune down, I'm looking at it, I'm learning from it, I'm writing like little pieces of it that I might be able to use myself, because you know what they say, the greatest composers steal. Yeah. So, 
So, you know, and what's the other thing they say? If you steal too much for, if, if you steal from one guy, it's plagiarism. If you steal from everybody, it's research. <laughs> Exactly, but <laughs> I take that to heart. I, I'm I'm always confused with uh, for some reason. I'm always confused with when musicians say, "Well, I'm transcribing." When you say you're transcribing, are you going through the whole song from start to finish and working yeah. out every little bit and learning every, it so you yeah. can play along with that song? Yes, I want to be able to play the song from start to finish, and um, if it's a if it's a fairly easy song, I'm usually able to play the melody and the chords at the same time on the guitar. Right. But if it's a crazy ass, really hard tune, like some of the later Wayne shorter tunes, I would have to just play the chords and sing the melody. Right. Because I don't want, it's not like I'm trying to be a solo guitar. I, I, my, my objective isn't to play these songs in a solo guitar piece in front of people. My objective is only to learn from them. So it doesn't really much matter to me whether I'm playing the whole thing on the guitar or if I have to sing the melody and play the chords. It, I don't care. Right. Whatever's easy. It's just you know. it's an exercise of learning. learning. Right. Yeah. And for you, Bruce, what about when you do this? What you're doing? I, I mean, I, I learned you know songs. You know songs from everywhere. Right. From every, you know every, you know shores from Brazil. You know Herbie Hancock, Wayne Shorter. George Gershwin, Hank Williams, you know, Bach, you know, I've got Mozart and Bach and Debussy and, and Ravel, you know. Do you ever you say, know. do you ever say, hey, there's that Beyonce tune, I must know what she's doing there? Uh, I do. You know, I, 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 I got to admit that that's, that's I, there's a hole in my awareness, yes, in vocabulary there. I mean, I've heard some of it, and I think it's great, don't get me wrong. But I have yet to spend my time learning any of it. You know, there's time. I'm I'm not gone yet. You know, <laughs> I I transcribed all the single ladies. <laughs> you did. Well, how did the yeah. dance the dance moves or the the song? No, the the chords because uh, they're really cool chords. They're kind of weather reporty. You oh, know, I kind of really? like them. And uh, yeah, there's no bass. It's mostly synth. And, and, um, it's interesting because they go from a five to a sharp five back to a five to a sharp five. And then they go, to, I'm not sure what the next chord is, but there's, it's, it's a really cool chord progression on that tune. And I just wanted to learn it just to know what it was. And I also learned, um, me, myself and I, which is a, a beautiful little chord progression. And, and, and the funny thing, it just keeps repeating over and over all the way through the tune. It's only like a, like a, like a maybe four eight bar progression right and i think only four but they're really nice chords and i just wanted to know what they were so i just transcribed that they, just, they do oh, a, a lot of and, that and, and, and you know what i transcribed it's a really beautiful tune fm steely dan oh, you know okay, that song yeah. FM? yeah i transcribed that beautiful beautiful tune man that's the one um michael brecker plays a solo on it and um Great chord progression, great melody, just fantastic tune. So I, I transcribed that one.
one of the most. Be what? 